Hello and welcome to Earth Calling. We're your hosts, Ed and Laszlo. Every week, we take you on a journey through the wonderful world of online content, sorting through the tweets, the memes, the Insta queens, the grams, the snaps, and the fake news traps. This is our record of humanity in the 21st century, our digital legacy left behind for future spacefaring civilizations. So sit back, relax, and buckle in. This is Earth Calling. This week, Ed and I connected on LinkedIn, the world's go-to professional networking platform, or Facebook for grown-ups, as some people would. I think mm, technically Facebook is very much a grown-up platform now. Recently, that's true, actually. Well, you might want to say, you know, the Snapchat, if you were a bit more... Yes, or the TikTok, the TikTok for grown-ups. Touché. LinkedIn, the TikTok for grown-ups, and we discovered that there's a lot more to building your online career than meets the eye. So put on your suit and ties, fasten those uber black seatbelts, and head into meeting room 33B with Earth Cooling. Now, Ed, um, please tell me your three greatest strengths and three greatest weaknesses. <laughs> My three greatest strengths and weaknesses. Have you had that question? I have, um, and, and I, I dare not reveal my true answers, but you know, it's always difficult with your greatest weakness because you, know, you get people who say, oh, I'm just too conscientious. I just work that little teensy-weensy bit too hard. I think I set myself standards I can't keep to. Yeah. Actually, that'd be quite a bad one. <laughs> that's just quite bad. Well, you don't want to go in and go, I'm a bit of a slob. I find it really difficult <laughs> exactly. to get up in the morning. And if I'm completely honest, I smell. <laughs> My work ethic is just a bit under par. <laughs> um, so I, I, got that, I got that question in an interview once. And I, I, I did pretty well. I got it out of the way. And then the HR lady asks me for another three strengths and another three weaknesses. <laughs> and here I'm sitting thinking, bloody hell, well, I don't think anyone has got a total of six strengths in, in the world. If you've got six weaknesses, you probably shouldn't get the job. Did you, did you say that to her? Couldn't you just list the, the, the what are they, the deadly sins? <laughs> yeah, I'm extremely slothful. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm lustful. Well, in in the meeting room. Yes. Well, that's a that's a cool get your leg off my that. foot. Yeah. <laughs> but LinkedIn. Yes. So did you? I mean, Lazo, when did you join LinkedIn? Are you on LinkedIn? I'm on LinkedIn. Um, I'm on LinkedIn for. I've been on there for quite a while. I'd say probably six, seven years. And I really rarely use it, to mm. be honest. Uh, there's a lot of people who confess to being LinkedIn addicts who mm. constantly are on the newsfeed checking, you know, who has got the latest promotion, who's got this and that. But I, I've never ever seen the appeal. It's just not. It's not my thing. Do you? Do you spend time on LinkedIn? I've had LinkedIn for about four or five years. I use it occasionally. Uh, I used it when I was looking to move jobs, but that's about it. Um, I've got connections. How many? I mean, a lot of connections. <laughs> I don't know if you know LinkedIn, but on LinkedIn, when you go above 500, it doesn't even say. It just says 500 plus. Whoa, that's and pretty cool. let's just say that's I joined cool. that exclusive club the other day, um, and it was a real moment of, of elation. I, I just want to see how many connections I've got, because I really want to be part of that. Fi- 283. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well. That's yeah. A bit sad, actually. 
Um, but I've got a bloody nice background, which is a bit of design, a, a, a design toolkit given to me by my company. That's because you're so creative. But Laszlo, you've had a bit of a trawl. You've hopped on down that rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. What have you found down there? I went a hopping and I found some really quite ridiculous posts from basically a generation of let's say ultra workers you know these people who are incredibly smug about their work ethic and every minute of each day needs to be productive we all know the sorts that they were born of the silicon valley school of startups and and mm. and, and i think this post is is quite indicative of that, that they don't have a chair they have a beanbag or they have a medicine ball yes um, they take meetings on treadmills yes okay uh-huh. they have uh-huh. a stand-up desk yeah um automated probably they're on a they're on a chia drip for 18 hours of the day yes a, a okay chia smoothie drip, that kind of thing. i'm now getting a bit of a picture and yeah. they spend perhaps more of their day checking their productivity apps than actually doing <laughs> exactly. the work itself yeah exactly. okay got it so this 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 man who who i'm going to rename mike delaney not his real name not yeah, exactly mike delaney who is a tech leader mm-hmm. again to slightly anonymize the profession clearly has been really thinking about the big questions in life and he writes in his post my son asked me if i could take him to school this morning which i quickly replied with no i'm too busy oh. new paragraph the look of disappointment in his face hit hard new paragraph i then stopped and thought about it new paragraph Yes, I was busy. Yes, I have deadlines. Yes, I have projects to do. New paragraph. (laughs) (laughs) I see where this is going. (laughs) But the reality was taking him to school would only take 15 minutes. New paragraph. I can make 15 minutes for him. New paragraph. I can work harder to make up for those 15 minutes. Where's this school? New paragraph. (laughs) It's pretty close. It's easy when you're working hard to feel like you're too busy to do things for other people, friends and family. New paragraph. Sometimes you will be too busy. New paragraph. Sometimes saying no is the right thing to do. Sometimes, however, you can make time. I won't get opportunities to take him to school forever. New paragraph. So, comma, I stopped working. New paragraph. I put on my shoes and coat. New paragraph. And I took him to school. New paragraph. We talked. We laughed. And those 15 minutes were valuable. They were so, so valuable. Um, what a what a wonderful little story is that is that littered with emojis because i noticed that on linkedin you do get a lot of emojis or is he no this is this is it's got no emojis i, I really, really wanted to stress the new paragraph bit because yeah it's, it's insane it must be pop. long you must have had to click to expand that one I, I, I did and part of it's written like a haiku that the yes i was busy yes i have deadlines <laughs> yes i have projects to do it's done this little triplet that basically could easily be a haiku, but of course it doesn't observe the 575 syllable structure we all know and love from haikus. To me, that is just the epitome of humble bragging in this nonsensical um, working mindset. Yeah, I mean, you know, how many minutes did it bloody take him to write that? How many paragraphs did it take him to write that? (laughs) That brings me nicely to to a fellow who who I will name because he's not to be shamed for this at all. Anatoly Gachkov, mm. who uh, sounds uh, like he could be of, of Russian or Slavic origins. Molodets. And, he, <laughs> and he's, by the way, his title 
doesn't make much sense to me, and therefore maybe this is a case of people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. His his title is accredited serialization guru. Serialization guru. Yes. Okay. yes. This is not 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 of the kind of cornflakes variety, more of the <laughs> the killing people. Yes. Oh, the oh ser- oh. oh no no no. Plot twist. He's a guru of serialization. I think he probably puts barcodes on lots of objects in the supermarket. He says, if you have time for such posts, you definitely have half an hour for your son. I like this. Otherwise, you should rethink your priorities, mate. <laughs> and he gets, he gets eight likes for that. How many likes did old uh, Liam get, or whatever he's called? Um, I didn't see, actually. Oh, okay. I, didn't, I didn't see any screenshots, I guess, is the past tense. The, um, the text. But the, the, it's interesting that there's no emojis there because I noticed that a lot of these hyper-liked, extremely popular posts have a single line for a paragraph and then lots of emojis and I'm looking at a particular example here which is also about his son so it's actually very um, very relevant to raise this this is from uh, a guy called Spencer we'll, we'll leave his last name out of it and his title is I help you invest in vetted self-storage apartments and his first paragraph slash sentence is where's he from Spencer? He's, uh, he's from Michigan isn't he? Spen- okay Spencer from Michigan <laughs> My six-year-old son invoiced me for a car wash. Car emoji, wash emoji. What's the wash emoji? Uh, sponge. Okay, okay. My six-year-old son invoiced me for a car wash. Car emoji, sponge emoji. He charged me a dollar late fee. And then the emoji, (laughs) which you can probably guess is the sort of like slightly pink cheeks and then wide-eyed emoji. He then goes, new paragraph... I'm a proud papa, and then does a does a little uh, does a little fist bump, and then goes, "Think you should have charged me more?" Share below with the little down with pointing uh, emoji, and then he's gone. Hashtag parenting. Hashtag finance. Hashtag wealth. Hashtag saving. Um, and then he's got thirty four likes. And and this is the sort of stuff that you see. And we'll perhaps come on to it when we sort of discuss some of the things that I found, but. You do see these ridiculous posts, which and you just think, is that true, Spencer? Is that did he really do that? If he did do that, he probably needs a clip around the ear, cheeky little bastard. <laughs> Another post along the same kind of theme, this time from a, a lady, oh, a mother. Another hardworking mother. I mean, another hardworking parent. Who we will call Jenny Buxton. She's an employment tax digital innovation specialist. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, <laughs> this post was edited just to, just out of interest. It was edited. She clearly wasn't happy with some elements, and she edited it, made it public, of course. And she she gave us a very sweet role play between her and her daughter. Again, imagine this highly wired, incredibly ambitious, but ultimately a bit smug and misled professional this is the problem though it's all about their children and about this to try and maintain some strange like yep. work-life balance and they're yep. sharing it with the world it's <laughs> very odd anyway jenny do go on so jenny jenny where's she, she from we don't know we don't know where she's from. probably spanish jenny from spain okay <laughs> <laughs> no from spain from spain <laughs> okay Okay, el daughter, so the daughter say, I, I'm not gonna, you won't understand a word of what I say if I do it in a Spanish accent. Okay, it's a dialogue between daughter and her. Daughter. Mommy, are you playing on a computer game? Me. No, sweetheart. I'm exploring the Deloitte virtual campus for work. <laughs> daughter. 
Are you sure you're not playing a game? It really looks like you are. It looks fun. Oh my god. Jenny. No. This really isn't a game, but it is lots of fun. Smiley emoji. I wonder how she did the smiley emoji in conversation. Because it's in quotes. Smiley emoji. <laughs> she just turned to her daughter and went... Points to her phone. <laughs> That's how I'm feeling right now. Then the daughter, the last line says, That's so cool. I hope I have a job like yours one day. Oh. And this is all accompanied by a picture of that very remote game. Of, uh, well, it's not a game, crucially. Crucially, not a game, of course. Sorry, it's literally exploring the Deloitte remote campus. And Jenny has her avatar. And she's about to cross this big bridge into a building. It's, uh, I, I mean, I have to say it does look pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, to me, it sounds pretty terrifying. I mean, I haven't seen the screenshot, so maybe the screenshot's quite beguiling. But it sounds like a sort of demented version of The Sims, where, you know, you can't actually make them kiss in the swimming pool you, or remove the stairs so they can't get out. You're you actually make them just... kiss in the conference room. Well, exactly. Maybe, maybe it gets a whole different meaning of uh, corporate... Yeah, idea. corporate skullduggery. But, but yeah, I mean, the idea of um, spending your free time wandering around the, the Deloitte office is, um, is, is a, as opposed to chilling out with your daughter who's actually in the same room. Or, or is the idea that she, this is her work to build this world? What Do we know? No, no. I, th I believe this is probably part of some networking event mm. in, in the lockdown. Right. And, uh, and she's about to join the free because I can't see any other avatars. She's a bit she's a bit lonely in this digital world. She should probably find where, where the um, the actions are. <clears throat> How do you get out of a networking conversation in a digital networking session? You can't say, oh, I just need to <laughs> just need to nip to the uh, loo or to top up my drink. Um, oh, you well, no, you, you don't need to do that. I can see you don't, you, it's a bit like lockdown in general, actually, when you're on these work calls and you're there, you know, boom, boom join the Zoom. You come in and then... You finish one of these work drinks, and then it's like, ah, oh, well, um, I really ought, ought to be off now. It's like, no, no, that's literally illegal. You've got nowhere to be. Uh, are you a are you a webcam off kind of guy? No, I'm 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 webcam on pretty yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think it's a bit suspicious if web, webcams off. Yeah. Well, what do, what do you think? When you're cooking rice in the middle of the morning, you know, you do want to turn off your webcam. Exactly. That's what I mean by suspicious. Oh, oh that, that. Okay, yeah. So if someone's, yeah, webcam off, I'm like, they're either in bed mm -hmm. or they're cooking rice. Another little post that caught my attention, which is very innocent, very short, but I thought it was worth bringing up, is by a man called Taylor Offer, whose name I also haven't anonymized because... It's not too incriminating and <laughs> just quite funny. Quite a unique name, though, Taylor Offer. I wonder if I wonder if that's not his name, but he changed his surname just to subliminally influence employers. Oh, <laughs> as in O F F E R. Exactly, O F F E R. So maybe he's 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 hinting already with his name. What I have an offer tailored just for you. Very good. Yeah. Well. When I say very, <laughs> and he said. Why did I change the background of my profile picture to bright yellow? Paragraph. It's important to stand out. Give someone a reason to stop scrolling. Oh. New paragraph. What are you doing to stand out? <laughs> <laughs> very, it's very, very little. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my background is quite dark. I, I, yeah, I, I suddenly feel extremely ordinary. Yes. Um, I, I'm, and your surname isn't a, a yeah. thing that companies are meant to make. 
to give you a job. No, exactly. Um, follow me. Click that follow button below. <laughs> you, you, I want to talk You've just accidentally clicked something, haven't you? No, and you know how people have like how to pronounce my name on LinkedIn? Yeah. Oh, really? What this is? That's why it's done. <laughs> follow me. Click that follow button below. <laughs> so if if you're hearing that, it's because we decided to include it in the episode. That's what happened when I just tapped on the the name pronunciation of of our friend here, Taylor. So he's got an agenda, and his cover photo, by the way, is a screenshot of 40,000 profile views, 80,000 post views, and 2,000 search appearances with a, a little banner saying, learn how to get 1 million organic impressions on LinkedIn. Why is this on the Irish? <laughs> with the Taylor Parker Academy. But I, I, I can't get my head around the fact that, you know, for all these years, I've thought that um, O-F-F-E-R was pronounced offer. It's actually pronounced follow me. Um, <laughs> what a... What a, what a what a real weird one, yeah. <laughs> strange. But, but this guy's clever because, you know, he's basically LinkedIn's equivalent of the great Instagram influencers that we were discussing last week, you know. He's the Kylie Jenner of LinkedIn. He's hacked it. Minus the cosmetics brand. Minus the cosmetics brand, but with a whole lot of self-love. What's he selling, this guy? He's selling success. Yes, exactly. He's, he's literally selling organic impressions on LinkedIn. Oh, so he, so he can, actually can turbocharge your LinkedIn profile. Exactly, which is why... Well, you shouldn't mock him, mate. You I'm need to get in touch. You need to join the 500 plus club. I, I've realized this very, very suddenly that I'm, I'm, not, I'm not at all mocking. And I actually do think, you know, I could benefit from some coaching. Because this guy, you know, it's not trivial. 40,000 people viewing his profile. Good man. Taylor Follow offer. him. Follow <laughs> him. So, Edward, what were your meanderings like? So I took a more thematic approach and yeah, okay, I came across my fair share of tailors. But what I actually liked was taking a look at some of the more detailed bits that you can do. So things like endorsements, skills. Did you know that actually a friend of yours, or or should I say a connection, can endorse you for a particular skill? So I would endorse you, for example, for having a honey-rich baritone voice and... A, a floppy mop of hair. But why? Why? My question is, why haven't you done that yet? Well, true. Because I, I just checked my endorsements <laughs> and I don't see much from zero. Surname uh, yeah. Hair floppy, grade five. <laughs> um, well, actually, I, I went through a, a rather sad phase, and this shows um, what my friends are like and and uh, what dorks we are. But it, it it was quite amusing at one point to endorse people for silly things. So my friends would endorse me for bribery, you know. <laughs> Very clever. Very so I, I've got a couple of endorsements for bribery. Um, why is bribery, bribery exactly. an option? <laughs> Should that be there? Yeah, so bribery um, is one of them. But no, so I enjoyed looking at endorsements and seeing that somebody has got, you know, 350 endorsements for black belt prince project management <laughs> level five um and and you think about this and you wonder like have they just messaged all of their friends saying look mate can you just give me a bit of an endorsement i know you haven't seen my product project management but can you just do me a swifty um and you think about you know a particular set of skills that you laszlo have what would that be do you think my skills yeah your particular well, actually your ah particular is that you familiar yes yes. Yes. i have a particular set of skills 
which I'm well prepared to use, and I yeah. don't know the quotation. It's <laughs> very exactly Northern Irish. Him. He's from Northern Ireland. Is he Northern Irish or yes, Southern Ireland? Yes, of course Ireland? he is. No, he's from Northern Ireland. I don't know who you are, and I don't know what you want. <laughs> if you're looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I've acquired over a long career in accounting. <laughs> Microsoft Excel, PowerPoint, and Outlook. If you let her go now, that'll be the end of it. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will invite you to a risk management conference in Birmingham. My, my, my skills and endorsements as they currently sit on LinkedIn are teamwork, research and social media. But unfortunately, the most I've ever got for one of those categories is three endorsements. So only three of my 283 connections actually believe that I, I can work in a team. Wait, sorry, what are your, you've got teamwork and... Research and social media. Oh, nice. Social media. What, is that just having Facebook open on your desktop when it should be working? <laughs> really good at social media. <laughs> well, it's good that you're doing a podcast about it, about the, the various social media. True, yeah. true, true. Um, yes. Very knowledgeable. But I, I want more robust endorsements, to be honest. I'd love some, you know, analysis. Or, yes, or, some of the heavy hitting. Yes, data restructuring. Yes. Or, Semantic refactoring, something that sounds cool. Semantic refactoring. I made it up. That was very I made it up. Playful. Semantic refactoring, I guess, probably just means changing the order of a sentence. <laughs> so I'm very good at that. But yes, I, I'm lack. Look, I'm lacking endorsements. I'll just be honest. And uh, yeah, what what are your endorsements? I'll throw you a bone and, and give you a few endorsements. I think. Please, please do. Well, okay. Actually, <laughs> what skills do I have? So, um, leadership one from a guy called Eddie Jan. Thank you, know you very much. I don't. Um, <laughs> well, well, he thinks you're a bloody I've got, good leader. I've got seven for social media. Wow, for industry knowledge. Seven for social media? Languages, French, 10 endorsements. What? Hang on a second. Does that just mean that you're fluent at French? If people endorse you... Bon, bah, ça va dire que je parle français, quoi. Uh, mais moi aussi, yeah. mais je n'ai pas d'endorsement. <laughs> T'as pas d'endorsement. Uh, d'endorsement. I don't think they're called endorsement, but no, uh, no. yeah, business development. What does that mean? BD, developing BD. business. BD, yeah. Big development. Big development energy. It's a bit like a CV. I mean, LinkedIn is your virtual CV, of course, and, and any good CV is, is a, a great work of fiction. Um, can you, uh, can you attest to that from a personal level? Well, I mean, I wouldn't want to <laughs> get too much into the, the detail, but... Uh, what were you doing between 2015 and 16? Really? What yes, were you exactly. Really where, where were you really? You weren't running a successful startup worth several billion. Yeah, but I mean, with CVs, it's a little bit like Lance Armstrong on the Tour de France. <laughs> I mean, everybody is in their tent injecting EPO. <laughs> You've got to be on there. Come on. I mean, if you're not juicing a little bit, then you're, you're a fool. LinkedIn is, of course, uh, an airbrush of reality, like so many of our of our social networks. 
In terms of themes, though, I very much did enjoy pulling out this idea of karma, the idea that the universe rewards people who do good deeds. And there's so much of this. I don't know if you came across any of it, but in the feed, the news feed, you'll find a lot of people who say that they did something good. You know, they gave money to a homeless man on their way to a big presentation and then they won the client or, you know, they decided to um, miss an important board meeting because there was a cat stuck up a tree and actually the next day they were rewarded with a big contract. And I found uh, a great parody of this precise behavior. So it's so prolific that it's actually been parodied. And this is, <laughs> this is how it goes. LinkedIn influencer, colon. Yesterday, I was walking to an interview. There was a starving dog on the road. <laughs> I stopped to feed the starving dog, and I therefore missed the interview. The next day, however, I got a call asking me to come in and to do the interview. I was surprised, <laughs> but I went anyway. The interviewer came into the room. He was the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I mean, it's, yeah. That just sums up that sums up that particular strand of of LinkedIn uh, karma. Imagine being interviewed by a dog. But then, of course, you know the man realised that he he did actually gone gone for an interview at a totally different profession than what he wanted, <laughs> and, and the dog said, "Mate, you're you're barking up the wrong tree." I'm not sure you're suited for the role of quality control officer at Pedigree Chum Inc. <laughs> You seem to be a little bit human, and despite the fact that I'm very grateful that you fed me yesterday, I am in fact going to have to turn you down at this point, and I will not be able to make you a Jason offer, a Taylor offer. Bugger, so close. <laughs> very close, very close. Um, now, introducing you to the employees, the dog says. Introducing you to the employees, now that's Ryan, he's from, uh, he's from HR. Uh, that that's Sue. She we don't like her. She's she's from the sales department. We call her Shit Sue. Ah, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Is Thank there you. any other names you? Well, that's that's it. The, the joke was leading to that moment. I don't, yeah. I don't have much else. It, it was yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of you know. <laughs> I prepared for that one moment basically. If you think about dog breeds, you know <laughs> your Labradors are going to be in sales. Labrador probably in sales. You've... Totally disagree. That's. I, that's wow. very very you need terriers in sales yeah okay very yeah. very verbal or pitbull very mouthy. pitbull pitbull's, pitbull's kind of the security look having owned a terrier in the past a norfolk terrier if you're interested right. very cute dogs they're very verbal very very vocal bloody annoying to be honest but um well why don't you own it anymore why do you think ed got rid of it he died <laughs> oh god <laughs> What what happens? Well, to I dogs? thought you were going to tell me that he became the CEO of Pedigree Chum. <laughs> no, I'm I'm in serious mode. Ter terriers, you want that? This that's classic, you know, Wolf of Wall Street, or of course, you know, different species. But huskies are the, the closest to wolves, I believe. Is that are right? They? Yeah, are they? they they look it. They do. Huskies you... huskies would be in your you know your Nordic office. <laughs> yeah, huskies are in the Nordic office. <laughs> 
Oh, hello, Oy, very nice to see you. I don't think uh, we've seen anybody from the head office recently. Oh, there seems to be an awful lot of very stylish furniture and quite a lot of salmon. Um, and you guys are all listening to Danish rap on Spotify, a great success of the Nordics. This quarter, we really want to focus on our Higya. <laughs> it is very Higya. Yeah, you're very. I, the thing is, you're very good at your sort of Finnish Icelandic accents, which are a bit sharper, but not so much on the softer Scandinavian side. Which, well, I, I just want to exhibit what I learned from my time in Sweden. That was so bad. Are there any Swedish dogs? Well, Bjorn from ABBA is a bit of a dog. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! God. Um, other regions. The Russian wolfhound, the Borzoi, is one of my favourites, uh, one of my favourite dogs. The Borzoi would probably be... We have a mutual friend who looks quite a lot like a Borzoi, by the way. We do. Yes. And now you've coloured my sort of, uh, yeah, I don't know where he would sit in this fictitious pedigree chum business. He would mm. probably be um, the... He's a travelling sales rep. Do you think travelling sales rep with a, with a, nice, um, a nice lead... Oh. <laughs> Very good. Who's who's the CEO? What dog is the CEO? I've got my answer. It's a Great Dane. That's your answer, is it? It's a Great Dane. The Great Dane is the CEO. What is the dog that Blofeld has in Bond? Actually, it's a bit. Of a, oh, it's a cat. It's a, it's is a, it a cat. cat. The white cat. Yeah. And of course, cats. You know. Cat. Realistically, the CEO of the dog company is a cat. <laughs> let's be honest. It's, it's a cat that's literally just like flicking a few things around. And, Pretending to be a dog. Yeah. Well, I think that's all we've got time for this week. If you've had fun, as always, do please hit that subscribe button, give us a rating and share this podcast with your friends. Yes, and join us next week when we'll venture forth into Reddit, arguably the happiest and most harmonious of social networks out there today. What treasures does the world's largest auction house for memes hold? And how will we fare in the peculiar and particular world of subreddits? Join us next week. Earth out. Mm -hmm.